going to be a rough one. Howdy, folks. My name is Blue, and I love reading books. My name's Justin, and I don't like to read. Well, hi. This is Reading Held Hostage. Usually this will be a comedy podcast where I would be teaching my husband about books uh, that I read as a kid, and he didn't. Unfortunately, there's been a lot going on uh, regarding the American justice system. For instance, I don't know, Justin, did you notice that Roe v. Wade got overturned? Oh, did it? Yeah. That's crazy. So we thought today we would talk about something a smidge more adult, which is why this is a bonus episode. So if you can't make your own decisions, don't listen to this because we'll be cursing. Uh, I've got a list of trigger warnings because we'll be talking about The Handmaid's Tale today. Yes. Rough episode. Yeah. So trigger warnings will include suicide, miscarriage, infanticide, or death of babies. Uh, and children, transphobia, homophobia, murder, enslavement, sexual assault, and uh, rape. Just so you know, the fun ones. The fun ones. At least it's not like my true crime podcasts, but it feels like one today. Yeah. So, Justin, I want to start. Can you tell me a smidge? Um, I know a lot of people are posting about The Handmaid's Tale. You've yeah. never read it nor watched the show no. outside of maybe a trailer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I like kind of like read this synopsis and... Yeah. Like, or maybe you've heard me complain about it, probably, most I, yeah, likely. <laughs> or Lou, your brother. <laughs> like, from, like, social context clues, I know about it. But. So, I think that's how a lot of folks know about it nowadays. So The show or social well, context. Well, the, con- yeah, social, con- well, primarily social context. I think the show is just, like, really rough, too. Yeah. And only the first season is really what was in the book itself. Okay. So... Can you tell me, like, from your social context, what you know about The Handmaid's Tale? And then we'll talk about the book and Roe v. Wade. There's, like, um, something to do with fertility uh, of the majority of the population. And then kind of a, it's an apocalyptic book almost. So how, how would you, from social context, relate it to Roe v. Wade? Um, I'm not trying to give you a quiz yeah. here. Just, like, when... People are like, why are these things related? And they haven't read the book. What would you say? Just like really fucked up control of women. I think that's a good point. Um, And today we're going to do things a smidge different. Even though we've only got three or four episodes out. And sorry if you hear my blanket noises. It's absolutely freezing in our basement. But... I did, like, a general synopsis of the book instead of going chapter by chapter, like we would do to point out all the funny inconsistencies between them. Yeah, because this is actually a good book. Oh, it's a great book. And Margaret Atwood is the author of The Handmaid's Tale. It was published in the 80s, 1980s, not 1880s. Although, you'd think. Yeah. 1880s. I don't think they were making feminist commentary back then, though. At uh, least some, some not as heavily. Were. Not as heavily as this book. And, well, it wasn't published. <laughs> a woman being published? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Is she even allowed to read? <laughs> um, Was she even taught to read? Who taught her? <laughs> so, Margaret Atwood wrote this book. She's She was already a pretty predominant writer in the time period when she wrote this. She's still alive. But yeah. Well, I, what other books has she written? Um, I, I don't know a ton off the top of my head. I know, like, The Blind Assassin, she's written. I own that book, too. But I haven't read it yet. Uh, she's made some feminist commentary, some poetry, things like that. Um, I don't know a ton about her as an individual. I saw her do a uh, 
flame proof version of the of, handmaid's yeah tale. because they do be burning books what what um so i forget where i was regarding margaret atwood i think i just wanted to introduce her as the i keep saying artist because the book is like it's art. art it yeah. is art like the imagery is beautiful. It's obviously a very internalized book. Um, the main character, Offred, keeps everything. She can't really speak to many, which we'll go into. So the the book is like poetry in and of itself. Its image, its imagery is beautiful. The syntax, the everything. I'm trying to think of words that I used in uh, in school. Uh, what, juxtaposition. Oh, that's, really a, that's a vocab word. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to read. I, I like wrote a script for this one because it makes my teeth grind. I'm drinking a little bit during this. So are you ready Yeah. to learn why it's compared to this day and age and why it's important in regards to Roe v. Wade? Yeah. I didn't do a ton of research on Roe v. Wade. Well, we'll talk about later. Blue, I, I had to like help her stay decompressed you from this book. You were pissing me off last night when you were telling me to do... De- because I know you were being right, but I was just had finished this and I was like, I don't want no man telling me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to look out for my wife. I know, you were being helpful, but I was in a mood. Yeah. I was freaking fired up and I'm, I still am. So, all right. I would say that I, as a 23-year-old, have read a significant amount of books in my life. A lot. Yeah, a lot of books. More than the normal folks. For sure. Um, pretty much condensed from age 10 and up. I started reading young, but you know, actual books. Yeah. And I've read of multiple different books, different genres, series, novellas. I've read kids books like, i.e. the warrior cats, (laughs) which I still love and will read today. And I am, and I'm very in love with them. But I've also read a lot more of the like adult content, not like porn books. Yeah. Um, but I've read a lot of different things, like, you know, books for my genealogy courses, books that are apocalyptic adult stories, things like things my dad's given me, things like yeah. that. And he's a he's a real thinker. He's got a real big brain, that guy. He, he, uh, your dad and Dana do a lot of strange book suggestions. Great books, though, ultimately, when you yeah. read them. But, yeah, strange nonetheless. And And – I would say the warrior cats are strange stuff. No, for sure. I mean, we're making a podcast. Well. <laughs> so with this in mind, I would say that out of everything I've read, I'm a slut for post-apocalypse, elliptic, or dystopian novels. They're my absolute fave. Yeah. Some of them are dumb. Zombies. Some of them aren't. Mm-hmm. Handmaid's Tale. Um, I've always enjoyed something like the government being taken over or the planet and the aliens. Zombies, I don't know. I get a little bit biology about that. But the gist is I like that. Yeah. However, recently, with political choices and the overturning of Roe v. Wade, as well as the start of the COVID pandemic, yeah. I started apocalypse prepping in what I consider a minor way, but Justin knows it's not. I created my Apocalypse Binder, which was a manifestation of my anxiety and OCD, which is 129 pages of prep work. Yeah. So this is a lot of me saying, I'm not a professional when it comes to an apocalypse, but I have a lot more background than most folks. Yes. Um, Blue, her when she says binder, she... I printed it out. Yeah, she means a binder. It's in it's, my car. it's like a two inch thick binder. It's 129 pages. Full all the way up. 
Well, because I had to print them on individual pages, because if there ever is an apocalypse, if, then the back page has to be blank so you can write more notes. The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood was written in, I believe, 86. Editing Justin here was actually written in 85. All right. So another couple extra bits. They're not really trigger warnings. I guess content warnings because it's not like a trigger. But, well, um, the book calls being gay a choice. Cool. It's not. No. Um, Being gay is illegal in the book. And transgender issues are not really mentioned because it was made a while back. And it's not that transgender people didn't exist back then. It's that people didn't talk about them back then. Yeah, it was, it's a lot less known. Not even known. Acknowledged. But yeah. Yeah. So, in the book, the world has changed a lot. A lot, a lot. For some, it has become way awesome better. Mm-hmm. For many, if not all, <laughs> it's become way, way worse. Yeah. This is the Republic of Gilead. 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 It's a G. Hey, Jill. How you doing? It's a G. I think it's a Gilead. It is. From the program. Are you going to tell me? It is, yeah. From the program, yeah. They made fun of me for saying program today. You say program a lot, and it is kind of... It's old. Yeah. Anyways, Gilead is the... Is that right? No, you said Gilead. That's how my brain says it, because I read it. Gilead. 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 Gilead was formerly the eastern upper United States, like kind of from like D.C., Pennsylvania and up. Okay. Like the Union in the Civil War, that area. Yeah, I suppose. It's never really like specifically mentioned the space exactly, but um, it's like the home base is D.C. Okay. Um, And the Bible has been interpreted by the men in power and yes I do mean exclusively cisgendered men. Yeah. And for for this series for this book men refers to cisgendered men and um women refers to cisgendered women. Yeah. So I'm not going to keep doing that. And the Bible has become law. And it all happened really slow. It yeah. wasn't like the apocalypse we think where one and done like yeah. the government's gone. Like the apocalypse that's happening now. Really <laughs> yeah, slow I mean, and drawn I don't out. Know what you're talking about but first there was a massacre of major government people. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the overtaking of the capital. Just yeah, if I had to think of yeah, one something right like off the that. top yeah, of my yeah. head. Um, and then a group takes temporary power in this society. Cool. It's a cult. Um, then over the course of a couple months, they have a militia. And then they have more power. Mm-hmm. And then they suspend the constitution. Oh, that's a cool thing to do. And then they do this. And people, the woman who the book is, like, perspective of, yeah. her name's Offred. They actually never give her official name. Offred? Yeah, O-F-F-E-R-D. Hmm. And I'll talk about that later. But she talks about how, as an individual, they, did, they didn't find it weird. These people were protecting them from whomever harmed the government. Like, they were doing their best. Yeah. And so, you know, it all happened slowly like that. And then all of a sudden, one day, women couldn't have jobs. Whoops. It was the law. Everybody was fired who was a woman. They couldn't own property. Whoops. Their banks were suspended, and all of their funds and items in their names were transferred to their husband or closest living male relative. Okay. So that was the slow uptick before we hit the... The full cult power. Yeah, full cult power. Then there was a war. 
And then the militia wouldn't let people travel without their proper identification. It's a war. And also, anyone can be shot on sight. Oh. If you're not following the rules, you're a traitor. That's okay. I mean, those are the rules now. They're just protecting you, Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then slowly it became, if you're an older woman who cannot produce children, and by older I mean, what, 50? Yeah. Basically dead ground at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's sarcasm, obviously. Um, If you're an older woman who can't produce children, you're sent somewhere called the colonies. And in the colonies, basically you're made to clean up after dead bodies during, or clean up battles after, no. (laughs) Clean up the dead bodies after battles. Thank you. And you're supposed to clean up the poison that's killing the earth, like radiation. There's there's all this crap. I mean, what? You can't have a child. What use are you anyways? You might as well go die. They basically said if you were sent to, like, the radiation sites, three years max of survival. Cool. So, um, that's happening. And then also it was that with women. And then if you were any other religion than the one in charge, which they don't specifically mention by name. But I have a couple of guesses. (laughs) (laughs) What 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 religion would you guess was? You know, Justin, I'm not religious, so I don't want to say. Oh, okay. You don't. Yeah, you don't know the full. Details. I think everybody knows. Um, if you're any other religion than the main religion, um, then you're considered a rebel. There's different factions. There's Quakers. There's okay. um, I can't remember the other one. Baptist. That's one. So like those are the other groups trying to fight against the Republic of Gilead. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how we yep. say it. This is what happens when you read books. You can't say anything proper. (laughs) People that read books cannot pronounce. You get one or the other. That's true. Um, But Justin, you don't have either. (laughs) So while the main character doesn't ever have a real name, like I said, her given name is Offred. Before this cult took over, she was a mother and a wife. She had friends. She had a job. She was college educated. And then as it was happening, she tried to escape. She got Makes her sense. passport. But again, like you had to travel with your proper identification. It was everybody. You're shot on sight if you're not following these. Yes. Yeah. So she and her husband tried to do this. They popped their baby um, some pills. Make sure she sleeps. She's about five. So it's not like you can be like, hey, we're escaping this country. Please shut up. <laughs> So, um, in the end, somebody ended up tipping off one of the guardians. Cool thing to do. And they ended up ambush. And that's how, kind of how she gets circled into this society that they're trying to evolve the American yeah. uh, people into. I use the term evolve very loosely. One, because that's not true. Yeah. Not evolution, but that this would be an evolution. Yeah. Two of these people don't believe in evolution. <laughs> For sure. So, well, no, they really don't. So, since Offred clearly had already produced a child, she then for had ovaries that were viable. And that transitions her into a handmaid. Okay. So, the different types of people you could be in this society. One, you could be an ant. An aunt is an older woman who cannot bear children anymore. Again, older being 50. 
which is again Just not old through menopause basically yeah, through menopause or perhaps you had your tubes tied yeah or medical reason um, because again there's a lot of radiation in this world there's a lot of chemical reasons people can't have children mm. outside of actual chemical tubal ligation or they're not chemical but tubal ligations or chemical castrations okay so they believe very heavily in this government and they want to teach people the ways the aunts are... mm-hmm, the aunts they are pro cult cool yeah are they the people that get sent to the radiation sites and stuff not if you believe in the cult oh, okay if you like they were like a part of the cult before it took over power oh so like i can't even give an example because uh, what's her name that woman in congress who like is all pro-gun marjorie taylor green yeah she would be an aunt oh, okay she's already with the flow of things that are very iffy Oh, yeah. And then if something like that took over, she would be like, hell yeah, brother, I was already there. Let's teach these women how to be baby holders. They're nothing else. (laughs) So, again, too, with the society, it's very gender specific and, again, binary, which is not how gender or sex works. But, you know, like, the men couldn't be talking to the handmaids about how this happens, like, how how the progress is going to be and how what they're going to do and how they're going to be baby makers. Yeah. Handmaids are women who have had a viable uterus under the age of 35, Mm -hmm. because basically you're geriatric after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And therefore could possibly produce children. They're enslaved. Okay. I mean, ultimately they have like a choice. Yeah. Air quotes, air quotes heavily, where they could choose to be a handmaid or they could get shipped to the colonies. (laughs) You can either uh, be a handmaid or slave. Or die in three years. Well, both are enslaved. Yeah, yeah. So, there are also Marthas. So, these are women who haven't proved to rebel enough to go to the colonies. But they don't have a viable uterus. Okay. What? That's just gross. All of this is gross. Mm Mm-hmm. So, they are honored to cook and keep house for those higher-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, guardians are young men, like young, like our age, twenties to thirties. Yeah. They work as like civil police force. So they're not like in a battle battle, but shoot on sight if you're not doing right. Cool. Angels are what they call men in the military. (laughs) Oh my God. I know it's biblical. They're men in the military who are fighting for their country. Okay. Air quotes. They get granted wives. Oh, that's gross. Commanders are government and military higher-ups, and their wives are only referred to as the commander's wife. They the, don't get names. They don't get names? Cool. Society is very fractured. You are literally given a color to indicate your status, which we've read a book like that, The Red yeah. Rising. Yeah. Um, but this is dress, like dress code. So, yeah. like, if you're red, you're a handmaid. That's why people associate red with Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Um, if you're not a high enough status to have a handmaid, because you have to be status high enough, you have an econo wife, which is just somebody who's been assigned to you. And you're married now. Cool. Um, she's a woman who is forced to do all the labor in the household and expected to have a child. So basically, a mother in the 1950s. What? Um, 
So at this point, women are less than second class citizens. Obviously, yeah. they're less than they're not even citizens. Yeah, they handmaids especially are there for one thing and one thing only: production of a child. Yeah, commanders' wives are there for one thing and one thing only: looking pretty on the side. Literally nothing else. Yeah, maybe raising the child. The commanders are typically older men, so their wives are typically older women. Yeah. So they're either past the childbearing age or they've been poisoned so much by the earth they cannot have a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and the handmaids get, like, assigned to houses for different, like, time periods for, like, two years. Okay. So you're there for two years, and if you don't have a baby, it's your fault. It is. So calling them a citizen would obviously be a compliment <laughs> and raise their their status in society far too high. Yeah. They are not allowed to read, not allowed to write. Typical things when you start taking away any rights. Yeah. Um, and depending on their status, they're not even allowed to look other people in the eye, no matter the gender. Cool. Their status, like I said, is denoted by their dress color. Um, and handmaids are covered head to toe. They got gloves. Little shoes. Dress goes all the way down to the ankies. Head's completely covered. Hair back. Yeah. Not only that, but I think most folks have seen the picture where they have that big white veil type the thing. bonnet. Yeah. But it's huge. And yeah. they're supposed to tilt their heads down so nobody can even see their face. Oh, cool. So, now, Justin, if you could guess right now why this cult is doing it, what would be your gander? Uh, they hate women. Okay, can you give me one more reason, maybe? Um, You're right. They just really hate women. They're actually, they just really hate them. Actually, baby, it's intersectionality. Racism, birth rates dropping, hating women, and homophobia. Intersectionality. Hell yeah. It's actually the opposite of intersectionality. (laughs) I wouldn't even know the term for it. But yeah, Caucasian birth rate. sectionality. Ooh, big brain. (laughs) The Caucasian birth rates are dropping, and you know how scary that is for everybody. I mean, that's why they overturned Roe v. Wade. Yep. It's because uh, white women are the most likely to get abortions. They're most likely to have access to an abortion, and therefore the most likely to have an abortion. That's true. We can't have the white babies dying. Mm Mm-mm. So, yeah, it's racism, sexism, homophobia all together. You can't have two girls having sex because that don't produce baby. That's true. Not only that, if you're not fitting in the binary, you're removed. Like I said, if you're a gay person, no. No, no. you're not. (laughs) If you're a transgender person, you're dead. Yeah. Not only this, the hypocrisy is at its absolute finest because if you're not fitting into the binary and you're not killed, you're given another option. Oh. Would you like to go to the whorehouse for the elites? Where they can fuck you, watch you, do drugs with you, and do literally everything they're, or do the opposite of literally everything they're preaching? Um. It's government, hey, what if I told you it was government sanctioned? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine then. Okay, well, as long as it, well, as long as it's government sanctioned, it's fine, right? Yeah. And as long as it's only for the big boys. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a special hotel where people who don't fit into this binary, they get to dress in clothing they've outlawed. There's books that have been outlawed. There's drugs, alcohol, all outlawed. Because the guy, the commander goes, well, we're men. This yeah, we, we get want. to do all those things. Yeah. 
And we're the elite. We can do whatever we want. And she's like... That has no correlation to real life, really. No, not at all. Jeffrey yeah. <laughs> Gates. So, <laughs> then, um, the book The Handmaid's Tale itself follows Offred, The Handmaid's Tale, or The Handmaid herself. So, Offred, the name that these handmaids are given, is the possessive of, O-F, and then the first name of the person who owns her. Offred. Of Fred. She is owned by the commander Fred. Which is, hey, sorry to all the Freds out there. Dork name. Oh, don't Dork name. Get a better name, Freds. My name's blue like the color, so I'd be off blue of blue. Well, I would be. Because I own you because you took my name. Yes, yeah. Okay, perfect. So... She's She gets reassigned to a new commander's house after her two-year stint in an old commander's house. Okay. Does uh, does their name change? Yes. Okay. Because the new commander is in possession of her. It's government-sanctioned. Unless worry. it's Fred again. Like a different Fred. That's true. Um, uh, as many of them are, these this pair is older, and her job there is to produce a baby. She is allowed three meals a day, three healthy meals a day, cooked for her and brought to her room for her. She gets one walk to get groceries with her handmade tail partner who she walks with. Yeah, buddy system. It's mm-hmm. important. And she walks to make sure her abdominal wall stays intact, nice and strong. Because we all know how walking does that. Yeah. It's okay. Obviously, there's not a lot of science going on. And don't worry, Justin. Wait, are you telling me that these type of people would reject science? <laughs> no. I don't understand. I just want to pause here, too, real quick and say I have nothing against individuals who are religious. I am very against individuals who push the religion on me. And take it And to, take away human rights. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. So if you're re- religious, awesome. That's great. But if you're the type of person who overturns Roe v. Wade because of a belief that yeah your 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 religious belief is like "Mm, no one gets rights (laughs) then i'm sorry we can't be friends right now so well that's the thing when everybody's like why can't people with different opinions be friends and by those people i mean republicans and centrists um morals are not opinions like not to me at least like you're your morals are separate from your opinions. I'm friends with people that I don't agree with all their opinions. Like I don't, uh, I don't like some music. Some people like. I mean, we have different music tastes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But morals, where you're like, I don't think people should have rights. We're not friends. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be buds on that. No. And by rights, we mean basic human rights, water, food, housing, the ability to make choices for yourself, the ability for people of every race, color, gender, and every part of a human body to have rights where you're acknowledging that not everything is equal at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So that was a pause. So... Offred is allowed all that, but don't worry, she's not allowed to have anything she can commit suicide with. Oh, cool. Because they learned very quickly, the elite, that these women will just kill themselves. What the heck? Believe it or not. When they're given the honor of producing children. Yeah. Why would they why would they want to kill why themselves? Do they want to do 
So the hypocrisy of the elite is not only witnessed in their hotel whorehouse, full of transgender people, gay lovers, and forbidden items, but clear in the fact that many of the handmaids don't get pregnant, not because it's the handmaid's fault, but because many of the male elite are sterile and refuse to acknowledge that because it's the woman's fault that she didn't get pregnant. Yeah, if every woman you sleep with doesn't get pregnant, it's probably all their fault. Exactly. So, yeah, they're all basically sterile, literally all of them, because they're 50 year plus, which already for a man reduces the viable sperm by a significant amount and reduces sperm that can produce a child, but a child with some sort of mental defect or physical defect by a significant amount. Defect's a rough word, but. That's what the book uses. Yeah, yeah. Which I know is really gross. So the reason many of the handmaids, if they are able to get pregnant again, is because they enter into a, air quotes, consensual baby-making pact. I would very hesitantly use the word consensual. With a man who is younger, such as a doctor or a guardian. So somebody who's has yet so to be So they cuck bored. these dudes. Yes, but again, I want to use the word consensual very timid, timidly. Because it's not. Because yeah. it's not. There's it's, no consent yeah. happening here. So, this act is obviously punishable by death for the woman, and she's the one who coursed him into it, because she has no power yet, all the power, as per usual. Yeah. So, speaking of the doctors and babies, this is kind of where we hit Roe v. Wade again, is doctors, all male, are not allowed to use any of the modern items we use now to detect any form of anything in a birth. They can't use an ultrasound. Okay. That's it. They can't use anything. It's a hand-only type of situation. Why? That's not what God would want. And the reason this is so important is because in this world, in this future they've imagined, with all this poisoning, if a woman is able to get pregnant, there's only a 25% chance that, one, the pregnancy will come to term, and two, if the pregnancy is viable, becomes a baby, and gets born, it will live or not have a, again, I'm going to use the word defect because that's what they use, a defect that could kill them within their first year. Jesus. So they are forced to bring to term multitudes of babies that should not have. Mostly die. And I do use the term should not have come because it's not, it's just not, like you're going to give birth to a baby that's going to die. Yeah. And you could have known that. Yeah. So that makes me sad. It's a horrible. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. So I'll quickly go over off red's like whole thing. Um, she gets taken to the, the new commander. Mm. Um, the ceremony is what they call the time that they do the baby making. Yeah. The rape, um, where the commander's wife sits on the bed with the handmaid in between her legs, both fully clothed. The handmaid hikes up her skirt, and the commander has sex with her lower half. Just the lower half. Okay. They have to separate. She, Offred, separates her physicality, her mental ideas, and focuses on the banisters above her. I mean, this is how you... End up with traumatic induced DID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. Not only that, but think of the P 
PTSD. Oh, for sure. The complex PTSD from giving birth. Because there is a character who's given birth to two pregnancies she's had to carry, both of which passed within a week of being born because they were not a viable human being. They, they, they just didn't have the genetic capabilities to continue living. Yes. And this is a lot to do with the Earth's like Yes. Very specifically the Earth. This is not a human being genetic error. It is like... The radiation. Radiation like, poisoning. Yeah. So that's not even like something you could, you know, figure out in science. Like radiation poisoning is radiation poisoning. Yeah. Like it's like babies coming out with half of their head missing. Yeah, it's not something you can really work no. around. I mean, I personally have a genetic illness you know like i've had families family members who've had this genetic illnesses i have multiple sclerosis in my family you know that's not like something you can you can live with that you know but it's like if you're born without you know your brain like some of these babies are can't live with that (laughs) you don't actually you do that just stops so she's there they have their ceremony Ultimately, um, the commander enjoys and gets off more to the idea of having a intimate relationship with Offred in the sense of talking to her. He's not stimulated anymore by the act of sex. He's stimulated by giving her control and freedom. Does that make sense? Not really. So, obviously, when they consummate they when he rapes her as per the ceremony um he's not like turned on and he's not like enjoying it but eventually he says hey offred come to my office after hours which is illegal Mm -hmm. so of course he's getting off to the power play there like well it's not illegal for him no that's what yeah so he's getting off on the illegalness of it for her how scared she is Mm -hmm. and then he's like hey do you want to read a magazine so she gets to read him out. So he's getting off on like that power play. Like I can give you this bits of freedom yeah. instead of taking away things from her, which he's already done. Well, they took away everything. Yeah. So them. giving back a little bits, being in control of what freedom she is able to have is something he is more turned on by. Does that make sense now? Yeah. It's gross as hell. Yeah. And something people who are in, I don't know, domestic abuse relationships, toxic relationships, partnerships that shouldn't be doing anything. Things like that. Yeah. Strip them down, build them back up. Yeah. So that happens. He starts that little flirtationship, if that's what you want to call it. It's not. Yeah. Um, and then ultimately she's not getting pregnant by him, clearly. They have other little bits of pieces that kind of go on. Like there's a mass wedding. Um and not like masses in church, like masses in massive. <laughs> yeah. Um, where all these angels, again, men who are probably above 25, who fought in the military, getting basically virgin child brides. Great. Um, assigned to them and then married. And because of these men's status, they will most likely also be assigned a handmaid. So they have two options. Yeah. And Offred eventually does get pregnant via um, one of the guardians in the house. The um, commander's wife set it up mm-hmm. because she knows the commander's not going to get her pregnant. He's not yeah. a viable man. Yeah. And 
throughout all this, Offred's of course thinking like, wow, I should kill myself. <laughs> but yeah. she has a daughter. And the way the commander's wife kind of convinces her not to kill herself and instead get pregnant for them is by being like, well, I can show you a picture of your daughter. I know exactly where she is. Jesus Christ. But she can't keep the picture of her daughter. Of course not. So her daughter is being indoctrinated into this cult. And it's been about three years. She was five. So now she's eight, which is some of the most important times for growth in a societal factor. And so, you know, kind of goes back and forth between this time and Offred's life. Um, and then the before she was assigned a handmaid, where she was in the Red Center is what the women called it. Where the ants... What? What's up? No, I was just wondering. Red, red Center. Because they wear red. Okay. Yeah. Um, so where they're like trained, basically? Mm-hmm. Indoctrinated. Cool. The ants would do freaking awful mental health destructive things like have a woman get up tell her story of how she was raped Mm -hmm. and all the other handmaids would point at her and go whose fault was it whose fault was it she has to go mine they go your fault your fault your fault and then the aunt will go now what and then she goes like i'm sorry it's my fault i repent stuff like that jesus christ So, the ants also tell them that it's an honor to be a handmaid. But we understand it's going to be hard for you guys because you obviously had all the whims of this crazy society. And um, it's going to be hard for you guys, but don't worry, the next generation will be fine. All these freedoms really fucked you guys up. That's exactly what they're saying. And they're like, don't worry, your daughters will be good. They'll be chill because they were raised in it. They won't know how to read. They won't know any of the freedoms you guys had because everything bad that ever happened to women was men's fault. And we're taking that away from you or everything that, yeah, was a woman's fault, not a man's fault. Well, nothing's a man's fault. Blue, obviously. We interrupt this very important podcast with a couple of extra resources that we found. Um, We're going to have them in the link. What's it called? The show notes. Yeah, and hopefully we'll have a little bit more. Mm Mm-hmm. But first, Justin, do you want to say the first one? Yeah, we got uh, the Who, the Women Have Options here in Ohio. Most of these are Ohio, more Ohio-based, but I'm pretty sure most are national as well. And that's W-H-O. Yeah, Who, the Woman. We have different local abortion funds. Um, probably in your, most likely in your area, there is a local abortion fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the M plus a hotline that offers confidential and private support for miscarriage abortion, along with emergency contraception. Contra- yeah. Um, their number is 833-246-2632. And that's a text or call line. Yes. <laughs> what do you, what do you want me to do? T- call somebody and actually talk to them? Good try. Um, Repo, ReproCare, which is R-E-P-R-O-C-A-R-E, is a hotline for peer-based emotional support for people who are in need of abortion pills or using abortion pills. The number is 833-266-7821. And then also for people who need it, we have the suicide hotline number, which is 800 
1-800-273-8255. There are also multiple different crisis text lines, call lines. Um, you can always reach out to 211 via, uh, I believe it's call for any local, um, any local resources in your area. Yes. Uh, be safe. Uh, be healthy. Mm-hmm. Don't be a handmaid. <laughs> As if that were a choice. Yeah. And uh, back to the podcast. Yeah, here we go. So I had some thoughts on how this related to Roe v. Wade. So um, I'm kind of done on the book for now. And I had some ideas on how this related to Roe v. Wade and the current issue we're in. Um. One, the inability to detect a fetus who will not be able to survive. Um, one, past being a fetus. Yeah. And two, into infancy. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, losing it almost directly after. Which is horrific. I can't imagine. Yeah. And then being blamed for it of because course. it was your fault because you pissed God off. Yep. Um, the slow loss of human rights for different groups of people. Well, not very slow. Did you see what Alabama did? Oh, God. They're um, doing something, trying to claim that they can uh, detransition all the children in their state. What's detransition? As transgender people? Yes. Detransition all the trans the trans kids. The only thing that makes me happy about that is there's probably, what, 10 transgender kids in Alabama? That are out and safe. Yeah. So the loss of human rights for different groups, which then uh, um, results in the overall destruction of the societal norms and freedoms certain groups had. Mm -hmm. The blame that women get as a whole for being sexy or asking for it. When it comes to men's bad behavior, such as rape, sexual assault, or cheating on their spouses. Yeah. And the use of laws to remove power from groups that typically have differencing differences in views um, than the people in power. And don't get me wrong, I acknowledge that everybody has a different point of view. Um, but just taking away people that don't, don't fit agree. the norm. Yeah, and it's the insider theory of conservatism, where it's like if you're not in this in group. You can't do anything. Mm -hmm. But if you're in the in-group, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And the polling for keeping Roe v. Wade versus getting rid of it, it was 67% keep. That's majority rule. Yeah. That's also more than two-thirds of the country. Yeah. Which is a big amount, honestly, for (laughs) something that's considered controversial. And even if they polled... Because, you know, we'll do, say, statistics. If they polled 2,000 people, only 1,000 people responded... It's not like people in our generation are those responding to polls like that. We no. don't like mail. We don't like getting things. I don't respond to any YouTube information questions. Every survey is uh, biased to people who actually take surveys. Yeah. So if we remove some of that bias, maybe what? It was 50%? That's still a lot of people who are in favor of something as controversial as it's not keeping abortion. It's keeping the choice to have an abortion if that's what you must do. Plus, Roe, Roe v. Wade is so much more. So much more than just abort. It's medical, um, medical care. freedom from. Yeah. It's it's yeah. So I uh, kind of like 
Roa, it hurts my head a lot to read this. And again, as a apocalypse prepper, people ask me, hey, what apocalypse do you see um, ever happening? I don't answer zombies because that's dumb. <laughs> I always- it's, it's like possible-ish. No, it's like, not. It, like, not it is not something that could happen any any way that media has portrayed it. There could be a disease that like completely strips your brain's ability to think, but yeah, it's called Fox News. Oh shoot! Oh shoot! That was so fucking funny right there. <laughs> Not to brag or anything. Okay, anyways, you need to stop saying that after every joke you do. I just think they're so funny. Like, remember when you asked me about the giraffe thing? <laughs> we'll finish that. Giraffes are taller to be closer to God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop. We have to get through this seriousness. Okay, so my answer is never zombies because despite Justin's argument, it's dumb. Oh, it's for sure dumb. And it's always natural disaster. We have a fucking super volcano in the middle of a park in the middle of the states. I read something that that is um, a lot less likely to go off than people think. Yeah. Which it's still like if it goes off. I don't want to. We're fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I also believe that something like the banks going down, electronic banking going down, would destroy everything. Collapse of financial systems. Um, another country bombing us because, um, one of our presidents is a fucking, well, all of our presidents are morons. So they go to another country into that. I never, ever thought, I would say in this day and age, 2022, that I thought the apocalypse would come slowly and it would start this year. Yes. Stripping people of rights. Of human basic rights. Yeah. So that's all my notes on it. Um, and our thing with human rights, it's bodily autonomy. Yeah. That's a, that's, it's a human right. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to say what you can do with your body. Mm-hmm. My favorite example is the thing where it's like, well, uh, you can't force someone to donate a kidney. You can't. And that's the same thing as carrying a child to term. You can't force someone to save someone else's life. At the risk of their own health. Believe it or not, there's some books I've read about something like that. I think it's called Unwind. What, they just take people's organs? They have a second child or something like that. I didn't read it. Oh, I, so I've seen a lot of things where it's like they clone people just for... Yeah. And there's something some... like that is horrible. Yeah. You, you read it and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're not allowed to do that. They're yes. a human. They're, they're allowed to do their own yes. things. And this book is thinly veiled in... Racism, um, what's the word? Not even thinly veiled, like... No. Well, they never mention their races directly, but uh, they're blonde. Okay. And blondes are typically people... Of um, white descent. It's veiled in... What's it called? Euro... Eurocentrism? No, it's... I want to say ergonomics, but that's not <laughs> it. What's it? Margaret Sanger and Margaret McCormick created Planned Parenthood. Because it was... Genetics. It's something genetic. Helen Keller was... uh, I'm editing this all out. Uh, Racist. Fucking hell. What is it? You're... um, Eugenicist. Ah! Okay. The book is veiled in... Eugenicism. Eugenicism, which I could write... A fifteen-page paper, off multiple the top papers. Of my head. Yeah, um, it's being able to make a choice to carry a pregnancy 
knowing yeah. what possible birth defects it might have. Yes. I, I want to stop using that term, but you get what I'm talking about. That's the thing with, like, another argument. Too. Yes, yeah. It's like, well, what about the people that are using abortion for, like, eugenicists? That it was abortion was made on the fact and premise of eugenicism. Yes. So was contraceptives. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of a lot of society is built on eugenics. The Um, reason I'm sorry. The reason people in power are scared of contraceptives and abortions is because they don't want white people to use them. Yes, that's the whole thing. Is white people are becoming less and less of a dominant group, and they're scared of that. Mm -hmm. But the thing with like, the people that are using it for eugenicists. It's just, like, where, like, the First Amendment is, like, you fight for the First Amendment even though you don't like what people say. I don't love what people say. I yeah. don't love what a lot of people say. Yeah. But, but you it's your still... constitutional right to say whatever the fuck you want, pretty yes. much. Within re- reason. Like Without, the like, yeah. Within reason. That's there, the there, are, there are says. laws that govern freedom of speech where it's, like, you can't cause a panic. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck yeah. that. But I also, as an apocalypse prepper, don't believe that pretty much any form of government can work at the state amount of people we're in. We have 7 billion people on this planet. Yeah. I can't wrap my fucking head around that no, many people. No. I can barely wrap my head around 100. <laughs> like, yeah. it's so difficult because you get in this talks about politics and the question is, what's the answer? There's not one. There's never going to be one answer. Yeah, it, for the amount of people we have, it's never going to be one answer. And it's frustrating that the answer that some people have come to is, well, we can strip rights away from people, and then they'd be a lot easier to control. And I can see as a person who believes in making your own choices, and as a person who has done a significant amount of research on birth control, abortion, and human rights in that specific portion of the pie i guess yeah that if the government as an individual in a state sense wanted to make certain laws to prohibit abortions past a certain timeline which i personally don't agree with and it's grinding my teeth to say this the people who need abortions whatever their choice is however they come to that choice in the third trimester are people who wanted to carry the term. People are not figuring out in third trimester and then being like, oh. And it's people with cribs. It's people with a area set up in their house. Rooms painted. It's people with names picked out that are oh, having to make God. the worst choice in their life. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but... We can equate the, um, I can't even remember what I was going to say, but it's like, if people are making this choice because they have the option to make this choice, that's great. They have the choice. Yes. The C word choice. I mean, it's the whole thing with bodily autonomy. You can't make someone save someone else. I mean, and and a lot of the time, it's you're not saving someone. I don't like to be told what to do. And if some, I would give my kidney to save you. But, I mean, but if example. somebody put a gun to my head and told me you have to give your kidney to your partner, 
Oh, fuck. I'd keep that kidney for my life. I'd kill myself first. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but you know what I mean. Well, example, we were talking about in the beginning where I tried to help you uh, stay calm after reading the book for so long. And you told me what to do and I don't like to be told what to like do. She don't like to be told what to do. And it's sad to see something like this because the statistics that people are using to make their arguments aren't right. <laughs> they're not, yeah, they're not backed up. They're not peer reviewed. They're... And again, I'm the type of person, I I, I believe in the Constitution. I don't love the Constitution. We had in there that slaves were not things. people. Yeah. People who were enslaved were not people. Yeah. I don't love a lot of things about our government. <laughs> I don't like a lot of things about the way the world works. Yes. I don't like that the world is dying. Yeah. I'm not a libertarian, that's for sure. We do need government. I'm yes. not going to go out there and pave the roads. No. I'm not going to go out there and be a police officer. That sounds terrible. Yeah. I'm not going to fight a fire unless it's in my house because people are selfish. Yeah. It's, just, it's the thing. You don't have to save someone else if you don't want to. This has been a rant. Yeah, it's um, been a which is why I'm glad I, I pointed out when we stopped the book. But yeah. I think it's just important to note who you're voting for, for mm -hmm. one. You can find, we'll put in the resources where you can go to who you're voting for and what they voted for. Biden, Mr. I love the gays right now. Oh my God, did he hate the gays back then? He still hates the gays. I he's know, just, he's it's not gay. politically uh, <laughs> beneficial. And like, I mean, his voting record for gay rights oh is God. abysmal. I mean, he was um, the one person who silent, or one of the people who silenced. Um, oof, I forgot her name. The one woman who spoke out against Clarence Thomas during his Anita. yes, Anita. Mm -hmm. He was one of those people who, on the council that silenced her. And yeah, I don't love a lot about things in this world. Go, know who you're voting for. Yes know what you're voting for know what roe v wade is it's uh, not it's also, not uh, hey i want to get an abortion willy-nilly yeah also uh message to men you it's not just a women's issue i've been seeing a lot of stuff like that where it's like oh well, doesn't affect me i mean more it's, importantly for men right now the jewels justin oh it's oh, it, it super does affect you mm -hmm. it will it does now and it will more directly later on. Mm -hmm. They're not stopping here. Um, biggest thing you can do is listen and amplify. Like, that's what you can do when you, your rights are not directly, which they kind of are, aren't mm -hmm. directly attacked. You don't have a uterus, and unless your opinion is, I'm listening to you, shut the fuck up. <laughs> listen, yeah, listen and amplify. It's what you can do. And not all women have uteruses. Nope. But this issue does pertain in particular. Not all men don't have uteruses. Yes. People who have uteruses are everywhere. We did not retain as much political correctness as I usually would like to obtain in yes. a book because, re or in a podcast, because reading this book and seeing some of the verbiage used to describe yeah. people was so ableist. And I forgot that trigger warning at the beginning. But just, just fucking be nice to people. Yeah. Just do it. It's, it's Unless not they're hard. a Nazi, be nice. Yes. If the only Nazi. good American tradition is killing Nazis. Yep, we did it for years. I don't know why everybody's coming out here like, ah, we can just do this. No, we did that for a couple years. We'll get you back, bud. Yeah. I'll get you. Same with the KKK. Yeah. They're still there. They're basically Nazis. They're just Nazi 2.0. No, they they're just Nazis yeah. here in the States. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, Justin. Oof. 
That was The Handmaid's Tale and its relation to Roe v. Wade and also a good chunk of our opinions. Yeah, good bonus questions? episode. Um, let's be done. Let's be. I think let's, that's a good yeah. statement. Interesting that you as a man are telling me. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, my name's Blue. Uh, I really love to read. And my name's Justin. I don't like to read. Make sure you follow us at Reading Hostage on Twitter and Reading Hell Hostage on Instagram. Oh, no, no. It's Reading Hostage yeah, on Yeah, it's Reading both. Hostage on both. Um, I'm not going to spell that because I can't spell. <laughs> um, I told you only get one pronunciation of reading and I got... Anyways. Yep. Send us an email at readingheldhostage at gmail.com. I don't want to hear your opinions on my uterus. <laughs> and I will delete them. Unless um, they're something I care about. Uh, listen and amplify. Yeah. Um, Check out our resources. Let us know if you want to hear Twilight for our next book. Yes. Um, and then maybe Fifty we'll, Shades of Grey. We'll, we might have a Twitter poll for that coming up soon. Because we are... How I'm ma- in between. We only have three more books on the Warrior Cats. Yeah, so... Something something a little bit more lighthearted is coming next Tuesday. Yes, yes. Um, so... Yeah, my name's Blue. My name's Justin. Be safe out there. And don't forget to tell your moms about us. <laughs>